Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of 527 Underground Podcast, where we talk about comic books and comic book related themes, including Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, anime, webtoons, and whatever crosses our minds. We're your hosts, Teddy and Maria, and we offer two different points of views. One of an avid collector, and the other as an excited fan. Hello, my peoples. Hey. I'm the excited fan. How are you doing today? I am good, hanging in there, doing my best. Same here, same here, same here. So, uh, let's get to it. What, what should we talk about? What's the first thing we want to talk about today? Come on, man. I know it's a little late because we're doing it a couple of days after the second episode. But, you right. know, Falcon mm-hmm. and the Winter sure, Soldier. Sure, sure, sure. Of course, of course. So, let's get let's get to it. What do you think? What are your thoughts about it? <laughs> about this second episode, at least. Or the show in general. No, well, there's really not enough for the show in general. But I think... For the second episode, I'm telling you, I think what I had said earlier in um, our previous episode, discussing the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, I think I was right. You know, they're really hitting it hard with the racial tones and mental health issues. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're really putting a heavy dose of it, which is good. It's not a bad thing. Right. But, you know, the, the way society is is now it's like i feel like they're really expressing that. that yeah right. they're really expressing that in the show okay now the question does become however do you think they're focusing too much on that show and not on the main storyline of the show for the most part wait repeat the question the question becomes do you think they're focusing too much on the uh mental health issues and the uh the um, the inference of racism and whatnot in the show and not focusing too much on the main no no I, I definitely think that they're focusing on the main I want to know what happens next I mean right. there's so many things were introduced in this one we got to see um, how that gang the flag the flag smashers the flag smashers you know a little bit more on them right, you know right it may not be that they are the bad guys. I think there's someone else that's the bigger bad guy out mm, there. Okay. Um, on top of that, you know, Sam dealing with a lot of issues. You know, the first appearance on, in the show of Isaiah Bradley. Right, right. Which um, was a welcome surprise. I'm really, really good. Which is supposed to be the... Which is supposed to be the test subject of the serum either they were trying to recreate the serum right they were trying to recreate so it was like the black captain america at one point and he mm-hmm. pretty much told um winter soldier he told bucky i i handed your ass mm-hmm. I handed, <laughs> yes he did yeah so you agree re- you can actually regrow the arm you yeah. know mm-hmm. in the korean war mm-hmm. so um that was interesting it's the fact that they showed it, and it was interesting and it was sad and you know, you really saw the hardship that this character went through and the fact that he was incarcerated for no apparent reason mm-hmm. and he was a test subject because mm-hmm. they were afraid of him. Right. You know? I wonder if Cap wasn't the actual Captain America, not the bootleg version, um, meaning uh Chris what is Evans? No, no, no. I'm talking about actual I'm talking about Chris Evans, but not the bootleg version, the one they have now, John yeah. Walker version. Um <laughs> I wonder if Cap was not frozen, if they would have done the same the same test on him as they did on Isaiah Bradley. More than likely, probably not. So, you know, 
that was hard. Mm-hmm. That was hard to watch, and it was great. It, I I really hope if there's any possibility that they would do a spinoff of Isaiah Bradley's mm. story, yeah, because it would be so interesting to see that. You know, it would be another black superhero out there, but mm. not just for the sake of being another black superhero, right, right, but just right. to see the story itself would be so interesting. Mm. You know, to see how he fought in the wars and stuff like that, and you know. It, it will be cool to see that character. To touch to touch upon what you just said, they probably could do a spinoff series or a movie and uh, bring the similarities between Isaiah Bradley's um, character and what he went through, which was similar to the Tuskegee experiment that happened mm-hmm. in the early nineteen, uh, you know, uh, during World War Two, where they actually injected syphilis on the military men, black men for that matter, right. to see how the effects were going, and that's such a another sad moment in our American history um, they injected these men uh, with syphilis to test the uh, just to test to see what the effects were now this test was supposed to only last several years but instead it ended up lasting 40 years if you can believe that it's terrible it's heartbreaking yeah yeah but the, to veer, not to veer away from that going back to the to the show that went Falcon and Winter Soldier um and, it, they, and they not only they didn't just show Isaiah Bradley, but they also showed his grandson. Or yeah, I believe that maybe his grandson, who ends up being uh, a member of the team called the Young Avengers, uh, Patriot, I believe his uh, name mm-hmm. is. Yeah, and um, I don't know much of his story, but not for anything uh, outside of the Young Avengers. Uh, comic book series which didn't last very long to be mm-hmm. honest with you well I have a theory on that which I'll okay. touch upon later all right good 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 um but I you know moving on with the with the sh- with the show um you know they did try a lot of things I mean the, the fact that they tried to have a sympathize or have the, the audience sympathize uh to Walker mm-hmm. um I think was was kind of interesting mm-hmm. I don't think it worked. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> I think we were like, oh come on now. And then again, this is Marvel, so they'll they'll they will film something. They really want you to feel some type of way, right? Like, oh, right. Damn, he really has it rough. They right. will film in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like from John Walker's perspective, and mm-hmm. I'm correct in saying right. his name, right? Yeah, John in Walker. John Walker's perspective, mm-hmm. he feels a uh, quotation is in the air, you know. Uh, mm-hmm burden mm-hmm. you know right because you know he has to carry the symbol right but it's like you really don't feel burdened buddy you actually are happy that you are carrying that shield mm-hmm. um and it's like hmm. you know the wink and the smile and all this stuff it's just i i can't i don't feel sympathy for him wow. at <laughs> all i really don't um Another thing, just to, to make it quicker, the fact that they put a tracker on Red Wing. Right. That's total bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what, I feel like Walker, when they had that scene when they were on the trucks and they came out of nowhere. Right. right. It was Walker and what was the... Uh, Battlestar. Battlestar. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Battlestar. Um, I feel like they were jumping in on the school project trying to get all the credit <laughs> when they came out of nowhere. While Falcon and, and um, Winter Soldier were fighting on the trucks. Like, right. they just, they're trying to take all the credit. Right. You know, and they're like, oh, well, we put a tracking device in Red Wing. <laughs> what? Yeah. Are you stupid? Hmm. So, yeah, this definitely makes you feel 
a whole bunch of stuff, you know, calling Falcon, you know, oh, I want to have, you know, Cap's wingman. Yeah, yeah. He like, he belittles people yeah, without yeah. even him realizing it. Yeah, Sam made a point when he when he said what he just said to make it say it's always that last line. It's that line. last line, man. <laughs> it's the last line. The fact that he had the balls to come out and call Bucky, Bucky. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. he, Bucky himself told Sam, you can't call me that. Right. You know? And he was like, oh, Bucky, calm down. Right. What? Right. No. And then, to put the cherry on top, which every Marvel fan everywhere must have yelled out at the same time, um, when he said, oh, stay the hell out of my way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, every Marvel fan was like, who yeah. the hell are you talking to? Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's just... Oh my God, he is written in such a way, and I gotta give it to Wyatt Russell mm-hmm. for doing what he's doing. Yeah, because <laughs> he he can only imagine the hate that he's getting, and of course people can differentiate, and they say hope and pray that people <laughs> can differentiate the actor from the character. Right, right, I can't, right, right, right. so I gotta give the man props. Yeah, you know? I, think, I think he's doing a great job so far playing uh, John Walker in the uh, in the version that we're seeing him now. Uh, played in this live action TV show. It's pretty. It's so far. It's pretty good. Not for anything. It's only two episodes in. I believe this uh, series is going to be a six episode uh, story. That's arc. it. Six Just episodes. Six? Yeah. Six episodes. Nah, man. This is too good. It uh, has to be more. Well, we have to wait and see. But let's talk now. With regards to the show, let's talk about the m- main storyline of this show. Okay. Okay. Which is at this point, I believe, is them trying to figure out these super soldiers. Really. Yeah. For the most part, and it's interestingly enough, we have the topic of super soldiers coming back all over again in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen a version of it in the Hulk movies for the most part. Mm-hmm. Every other character, every other whatever, they're trying to create some type of a superhero, so, you know, some type of advantage. Even in the Ant Man movies, uh, the first Ant Man movies, mm-hmm. we see that the and I forget the character's name, but the antagonist in that in that Ant Man movie was trying to create a form of a super soldier in the form of those little ants. Right. And so on and so mm-hmm. forth. So I guess it's almost safe to say that more, well, shouldn't say safe to say, but more than likely Marvel's probably going to go back into that storyline for their future movies maybe somewhere down the line. I mean, who knows? Well, the, the pro- well we all know who the possible person is trying to create the super soldiers, which is Ross. You know, that's a great, great guess. Ross, great pretty much, you know, he was uh, General Ross that yeah. went after the Hulk and tried mm-hmm. to cause a whole bunch of mayhem because he wanted to recreate it again. He ended up crea- creating an abomination. Yes. Um, Very good. High five. High, high five. five. High five. Okay. Right. So he ended up creating abomination and <laughs> that went wrong. Yeah. And really what the original doctor that cr- created the serum had said it's not just about the fact that a person can be big and strong. Right. It's about the person that has a good heart. Right. You know, and here we go. Years later, we have John Walker. Mm-hmm. John Walker tested off the charts right. with his ability right. physically. Right. But where's his heart? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Heart intentions. Heart maybe. intentions yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, 
they kind of brought it up in the in the second episode where you know he's like you know rogers will get on top of a land a landmine or a a grenade grenade, right and stop it he's like oh i did the same thing you just got to use the helmet helmet. in a certain way bitch that's not the point (laughs) the point is someone's willing to give up their life not Mm -hmm. use some type of strategic thing yeah you should use strategic which captain america was very well known for the man with the plan right? right right so you know, it just goes to show sometimes you can't grab the helmet first. You have to run on top of it to save your fellow man. Mm-hmm. And it was about saving your fellow man, mm-hmm. not, you know, oh, I got to protect myself first. Mm-hmm. Steve Rogers was never about protecting himself first. Mm-hmm. It was about protecting the world mm-hmm. or protecting his fellow man. Right. You know, and he could do that mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. You know, so <laughs> with with that being said, you know, that's what that's why this doctor that first created the serum had told Steve Rogers it has to be a good man. It mm-hmm. starts with you being mm-hmm. a good man. Right. And that's why Steve Rogers passed it on to Sam. That mm-hmm. passed on that shield to Sam. Because he always told Sam, he's a good, good man. man. Yeah. You know, he never, he, and not saying that Bucky was a bad guy, but right. Bucky has his own demons that he has to deal with. Right. And he can't really handle the two at the moment. Right. You know, if he had no choice, if Sam wasn't in the picture and, and Sam was to go down, God forbid, mm-hmm. you know, would he step up to the plate and handle the shit? Would, you know, Bucky do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bucky would step up to the plate if he had to. Right. But Bucky was all in agreement with Steve right. by handing over this this, this shield. shield to him. Right. You know, so, yeah, he handed over to a good man, mm-hmm. not someone that was created in the lab or anything like that, mm-hmm. you know. That's that's my whole spiel on it. So <laughs> no, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So um, that's that's the one thing I wanted to uh, talk about too in regards to the shows is you know what the uh, main storyline was going to be about and the things you had mentioned earlier the uh, <clears throat> all of the other uh, features of this uh, show that uh, that is displayed in the in these uh, couple episodes with regards to the inherent racism and the mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good that they do touch upon that um, because this, this, you know, this also explains pretty much or shows exactly how we live in the world that we're currently living in today mm-hmm. for the most part. My only concern is that hopefully those things don't pretty much overshadow the main storyline of the series so far it hasn't i do like where the show is going and it's only been two episodes in um but uh, yeah you're right i I don't think it should overshadow it you know they're doing a great job they are leveling it out they're balancing it out but the thing is that let's be real in this time Mm -hmm. you know with the way things are going now in the real world Mm -hmm. if you were to be a successful black man Mm -hmm you're going to get a lot of questions. Right. All the time. You know? Lots of times. You wouldn't blink twice if it was a successful white man. Right. But if it was a successful black man. And I'm not trying to just hit any nerve or anything like right. that. Right. But it's just the real... It's just the realness of it. So here mm. goes Sam, who he feels that he's not worthy of this shield. Right. Why does he feel that he's not worthy of this shield? He fought side by side with Captain America. Mm-hmm. He literally said in one of the movies, you know, if they're shooting at you, they're shooting at me too. Mm-hmm. Because he decided to stand side by side with right. Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. But yet he felt that he wasn't worthy of the shield. Yeah. Why? Was it because the way society implemented that thought, that, that thing of, you know, 
you can't do better or you can't right. take up this mantle because it was just too much. Mm-hmm. You know, he is worthy of taking that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if it had to be like, you know, um, Thor's hammer where, right. you know, only the worthy right. can pick it up. I'm pretty sure the shield will be able to pick be picked up by Sam, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because he feels that he's not worthy of it. Right, so right, right. he's not power hungry. That's right. the point that I'm trying to make. Yeah, no, which, which is good. And I think what this does, too, is that this show, I mean, excuse me, this shows that Sam has a lot of doubts about himself, which, you know, m- not for nothing. Any person in their right mind would have doubts about holding some type of mantle with such high regard. You know, just to question their self-worth. Not to say that they're not capable of the of doing the job. But I think that there's like a sense of humanity or realism in that um, for the most part. So I, I like the fact that Sam is trying to have like this... Yeah, he's trying to come to terms and he had like this conflicting battle within himself to see whether he is worthy of holding the shield or not. Mm-hmm. It may be that at the end of this, he may not hold the shield, which is fine. But mm-hmm. as long as he comes to terms with it in his own way, I think that's going to show growth, um, you know, in Sam's personal, uh, not personal development is the wrong word, but like, you know, in his, in his own uh, self-worth for the most part. I think development is the proper word for it. It could because be. he's still growing as a person. I, I guess I you know guess. the characters still growing. We're getting to see how these characters respond to things. You know these are in a way secondary characters to mm-hmm. the big ones. Mm-hmm. You know and sometimes they don't get enough screen time in right. the big movies. So well, we get to see a little bit behind the curtain as to how the secondary characters are, and they suffer just as much as the big a, ones. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, in fact, that's what the purpose of these shows were supposed to be about. Was they were supposed to so, uh, focus on the uh, supporting characters mm-hmm. on the throughout the MCU and, and give them their shine, which right. is pretty good. And sometimes and the, the supporting characters are the ones that push the yeah. main characters up. Mm-hmm. You know, they could push the main character up. They could even move the story forward uh, mm-hmm. from time to time that we have we seen. Would you say that Bucky would be Sam's supporting character? Now, here's a question. Are we going to assume that Sam is the main character? Because why can't they both be main characters? It could be that they're probably supporting each other as main characters. See, it's a good question. You're good. No, no, I'm good. (laughs) It's it's a very interesting question. Right. And depending on the point of view that you follow, I could see why anyone would choose either one or the other character as the main character and the yeah. other per- and the other one be the supporting character. Yeah. I, for me, would believe that they're both really main characters, you know? And yeah, I, I think throughout the series, they'll eventually support each other. I think in this, in this next episode coming up, in episode three, you know, obviously Baron Zemo was being mentioned. Oh, um, boy. <laughs> and this is going to be a trigger for Bucky. Because if you yes, look, if you yes. remember seeing the notebook when he yes. was scratching out the names, the names yeah. one of the main names, and it wasn't for forgiveness, it was more for like getting even, mm-hmm. was Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo. So the fact that he's going to go and, and, and speak Oof. to Baron Zemo, yep. now we're going to see his thing. We saw mm-hmm. Sam's side. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, there's so much stuff to dive into because there's only, what, you said six episodes? I think so, That yeah. is some... <laughs> torture there for us the audience yeah, well, you know but it just right. goes to show that it's just so good yeah you know yeah. so that that's a thing but he now he has to see baron zemo so how is he gonna react because maybe he hasn't seen baron zemo since uh that whole thing mm-hmm. um with in uh civil war. in civil war right. exactly right so you know yeah, how see. is that gonna work? Baron Zemo manipulated this man, uh, uh, uh. triggered his mm-hmm. wake up calls. 
I wouldn't be surprised if Barazina was still manipulating things and circumstances happening now, That's even after you know, even yeah. after the whole yeah. Thanos snap and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. Um, yeah, it's gonna kind of it'll be kind of interesting. I wonder if Barazina was one of the people that disappeared for five years and then came Good back. Good question. Good question. You know what? I. It's not. It's not impossible to believe that he did not disappear. Because possibly during because those five he years, need a motherfucker in the world, yeah, huh? <laughs> not just that, <laughs> not just that. Baron Zeno probably could have done what he did while he was alive during those five years. While what is it, half a billion or a billion people were, you know, snapped away. Mm. Right, Can you we'll, imagine that? I mean, we'll see. We'll see in the third episode. That we're, that we're saying, yeah. but who knows? Yeah, but uh, John Walker better watch his mouth. Uh. That's all I'm saying because he, he he is being prime right. for triggering people to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. But yeah. Um, shall we move on? Go ahead. Let's go. All right. So uh, I came across a couple of things. Um, okay. I'll just start off with Obi-Wan and then you'll probably bounce Obi-Wan. back with your thing. Let's see. So we all know that Obi-Wan's show is happening. Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Yes. Right. Yes. So they actually recently came out with the release of the cast. Right. Now, obviously, it's already been mentioned that, the you know, Hayden Christensen and Hugh um, McGregor, McGregor yep. are going to reprise their roles yep. in it. They already released the rest of the names. Mm-hmm. I believe one of the actors is he's a comedian. He's gonna come out in the, the Eternals. Eternals. Yes. He's gonna be in the show as well, mm-hmm. as well as um, uh, he was in one of the movies also playing, I think Luke's stepbrother. Mm-hmm. Trying to remember. Yeah. Oh, so wait, in the is it stepbrother or uncle? Well, anyway. I, okay. I'm screwing this up major league but <laughs> if you look it up on google you will find that they finally released the cast members that right. are in it mm-hmm. uh, one of them is, is also acted in game of thrones is is uh, a female character from game of thrones okay um she was i think the mother of snakes or something like that okay she had the, she had the anyway <laughs> look it up on google you will okay. find the cast but my point is this so one you mcgregor is also executive producer nice um nice and i happened to find out that the story would take place 10 years after revenge of the sith nice okay so okay. that would make luke 10 years old uh-huh. if you think about right. it right okay. which is which ended with obi-wan bringing luke to the ranch and tattooing right right Right. right, so that means that Luke will probably be ten years old. Are right. we gonna get a, a younger Luke? Maybe. Maybe that we don't know. Um, and oh, pro- check this out. Ten. Now here's the thing about the timeline. So it's ten years. Goddamn timeline. No, but think about <laughs> it. Ten years would make it eight years before Episode Four of Star Wars: A New Hope, because Luke was eighteen, right, when he. Supposedly, the character Luke was 18 years old when he did um, Star Wars: A New Hope. Yeah, when he said that, "Oh, I'm 18 now. Why can't I go?" You know, when yeah, he, he wanted to Uncle, go to this place to, to get some power converters. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I think Chris would probably be rolling right now ah, if, if, if he, he was heard here. us, because yeah. he would be like, "God, you guys <laughs> totally messed this up." We probably did. Um, Apologies to all Star Wars. I names. apologize, Master Impulse. Um, all right. So anyway. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to take place 10 years. Okay. Um, 
after he dropped off Luke at the ranch of Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think it's going to take place in Tatooine, if yes. that's the case. Yes, yes. And they're saying that production on the show will begin April nice. 2021. Nice. So that means nice. It's today. Nice. Excuse so, me. Yes. Nice. I am super excited. I have been saying this oh, from the boy. get. There go. has to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And everybody was go. shitting on my theory. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> was shitting on my theory. And like, why not? And the main reason why people were against my theory was because they're like, oh, how are they going to make it interesting? He hasn't left Tatooine in all these years because he was protecting Luke. Right. But come on. <laughs> come Jeez. on. Jeez. You know, okay. there has to be some kind of thing there. He's not just going to be sitting there in a cave mm-hmm. talking to, you know, the four spirits okay. playing chess. Okay. Watching Luke okay. grow up. There's right. gonna be some action, you I'm know, sure there is. or maybe Luke was, you know, fucking around and he ended up, you know, getting oh, himself in that's trouble. That's the story you want to get. That's the story you want. Listen, I just want to see Obi Wan <laughs> yeah. in live action. Yeah, okay. You know, well, you'll that's, get it. That's really what I want to okay. see. I want to play. I want to see your McGregor yeah, Obi Wan in yeah, live yeah, action. Yeah, I think yeah. it'll be cool. So I'm very excited about this. I think it'll be good too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, much respect too, also to Alec Guinness who played the original Obi Wan. But yeah, I would. I am now actually excited to see Hugh McGregor play Obi-Wan in a live-action TV mm-hmm. show. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Bouncing off of that now, okay. I'm sure you probably saw, if you haven't saw, the trailer for The Bad Batch. Uh, I have not seen yeah, the trailer for The Bad Batch. I did know that they were going to come out with a show because I actually did mention it in one, yes, of, the ep- one of our episodes. Well. What? Well, well, well. What are you they actually me? They actually showed the trailer for The Bad Batch. Okay. And I am very excited. It brings me back to the same feeling of how it was when I used to when we used to watch the Clone Wars. The oh, anime, yeah, really. The drawing is similar. Okay. The computer, that computer, that CGI, whatever computer anime drawing, okay. the Bad Batch. Okay. It's got all the Bad Batch characters. Uh, who was it? Hunter. Uh, oh, jeez, uh, their names escape me. Their names escape me already. But I remember Hunter. He was like the leader, and just my favorite mm-hmm. one of the Bad Batch. And um, it's going to show. It's going to premiere on. May 4th, get it, <laughs> right? And it takes place literally right after the Clone Wars. So this show is going to act pretty much as a sequel, in a way, and a spinoff, kind of. Because this takes place after the Clone Wars. Um, Before Order 66? That's the thing I'm not sure about. I or think after it's Order after 66. Order 66, okay. which brings an interesting question. Damn it, we're going to need to phone a friend. No, no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> well, we, we can just put it out there and see what comes of it. But if this was after Order 66 and the Bad Batch were not susceptible to Order 66. Fuck. Yeah. Because we see them later on, I believe. Do we? It's this timeline thing again. <laughs> I swear. It's okay. I, we, we had, just to make it clear to you guys, we actually had to draw out a timeline in which we showed, like, what were the years in between each movie. Yes, I know it sounds like we have no lives, but we do, I promise. Um, and unfortunately, because of my major screw-up, I deleted this yes. timeline. Oh, and yes. then I have to start it from scratch, and I had to find out information from all these different websites, and I still not finished. But mm-hmm. the timeline is a mother, because, you know, with the way the shows are being aired... All movies are being aired. It's right. either prequels, forwards, in betweens, right. right. fixing the loopholes. Right. You know, it's 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 tough. Yeah. You know, 
But nonetheless, Bad Batch, looking forward to it. Oh my god, I am so looking forward to it as well. Saw the trailer. Um, it, it, it really brought some excitement uh, back into Star Wars again, particularly like the Clone Wars, because that Good. was the one that... If this is just an animation and it brought back excitement, excitement. Yeah, for just on the trailer, I gotta look this trailer, up. You should, and everyone else out there should see it too. It's really good. comes out May 4th, and I think it's gonna be awesome. Just to see the Bad Batch all over again. May the 4th be with you. That too. <laughs> so, all right. I think that was pretty so, good. So, the other thing that... I found. Mm-hmm. Get ready for this. Unless oh, you know boy. this already. Probably not, but go ahead. Wow me. <sighs> Woo with me. <laughs> Blossom Bubbles Buttercup. Oh, come on. What? Come on. Blossom Bubbles Buttercup. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. So. Uh, I got one for you after that then. I think. We have. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. If you people know well. about this, yeah, Lord. I'm sure a lot of people are gonna know. Yes, but uh, there's gonna be a live action <laughs> version of the Powerpuff oh Girls. <laughs> Lord help me! I'm actually looking forward to this because I used to watch the cartoon. Right, right, right. Um, Lord help me. But uh, it is said that Donald Faison oh, has been casted as Professor. <laughs> Um, oh my God, I can't pr- remember the name, but he's gonna be the professor, the professor who created the Powerpuff Girls. The Powerpuff Girls. Out of sugar and spice. Um, Chloe Bennett. Nice. Chloe, oh, Chloe Bennett, Bennett from, from Shield. Agent of Shield. Yeah. yeah. She played Quake. She's gonna play. Yeah. What's she gonna play? She's gonna play Blossom. Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Dove Cameron okay. will play Bubbles. She was okay. also in Agents of Shield. Yeah, she was. The and Yana, uh, Pruault will play Buttercup. Okay. I am I truly apologize that I pronounced the last name incorrectly. And this show will will be on the CW. Okay. And this it's is a, this is a live action TV show? Live oh, action TV show. I did not mention animation in any way, shape or form. Uh, you okay, this is not an April Fool's uh, prank or anything like I that. I swear to God. <laughs> he signed up for this thing. Okay. If it's if it's an April Fool's, I'll tell you right now. Yeah. I got caught. Yeah. <laughs> That's know? okay. That's okay. But um, it said the girl... <laughs> God, that makes, me, that makes me want to look even further into it. Because mm-hmm. I I got this information. The thing is, it, it aired a couple of days ago. Okay. So, um, the girls... Um, it's supposed to be that the girls will be in their 20s. Okay. And will be upset by the fact that they spent their childhood fighting crime. Ah, uh, okay. Good twist. Good twist. So, we shall see. Okay. Okay. Now, now you're making me double check. Now I'm doubting myself in terms of my facts. It was already a question it's because fu- of the day. Never look for facts on April first because <laughs> I literally almost fell for something. Somebody put up on uh, um, something saying that uh, uh, Wyatt Russell had <laughs> <laughs> had decided to remove himself from the role of John Walker because he couldn't deal with the. You know, onslaught of like people trolling him and it's stuff the like that. He's getting the backlash he's getting from playing his role so well. Yes. And at first, I was like, "Oh my God, is this true?" <laughs> at first, I started laughing my ass off, but then I started thinking, "Damn, you know, that's messed up for, for an actor." That just goes to show that he's playing his part so, so well, right. you know. And then I look further into it, and yes, it was a April Fool's joke. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you know. 
good. That's that's just good. cool. Now you're making me think twice. Now I'm gonna look into this <laughs> even further. But I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a pop of girls thing. I did hear that before in the past. Okay, okay, good. So before well, April first. On top of uh, let's see, on top of news of old cartoons becoming live action shows, I don't believe this is a rumor, but I did read somewhere that they're actually gonna have a live action Thundercats. To what? Oh, did you look at me with <gasps> such gaze? They Thunder? will, yeah, they will. Thunder. Big mention. They will, is mention of a live action Thundercats. Oh, oh, yeah, uh, movie. They've assigned a director attached to the film. I'm not sure who the director is. This from, is. Did you look this up today? Because you know everything has to I be know. taken with a grain of we salt. We have to take this with a grain of salt. So we'll check again after this podcast or a day, <laughs> a couple days after this podcast. Because I'm getting, I'm, I'm look, I've been dying for a live action version of this. Yeah. So. So this is what I read. I okay. cannot confirm. If it is true or not, I want to believe that it is true. Thundercats was one of those, you know, great 80s cartoons that we grew up watching. I mm-hmm. mean, who would ever think that you'd have five, six, seven different felines, <laughs> you know, come together the only to, thing, the only to thing save did, the planet. Like, not wow. for nothing, but the only thing I did notice as watching as an oh, adult no. God, is the fact that they talk so, so slow. slow. <laughs> like, as a kid, you don't notice this stuff, right, you know, right. because you're watching it as a child. Right. But then when you watch it as an adult, I'm like, oh, my God, these people are slow <laughs> as fuck. Like, whoa, I know. <laughs> we have to combat what this. About, what about what was worse was <laughs> those robot bears or robot, uh, what were they called? Those robotic bears that talked even slower in the Thundercats. You mean theory? slower than Wiley yes, Kid and yes, Wiley yes, Cat? Yes, man, like, <laughs> They spoke even. They, I forgot the name of those character, of those character features, oh whatever. But yeah, yeah, but they spoke slow. Like I tried they watching did. it as an adult, and I'm like, Yeah, I know. What the hell? Am I it messes with your mind because the action was fast paced, but the speed. That's was what I'm slow. saying. <laughs> like it was just really slow. Even the theme song was fast paced too. That's what I'm saying. Like I was praying that Shatara would just talk fast, and then Shatara talk <laughs> slow too. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna give her. I'm gonna give her some leeway. She got tired of <laughs> running so fast for two miles or whatever at a I time. I give it to the woman. Like, <laughs> yeah, she will run fast. So fine, she will talk slow. Right. Because she spends her energy on that. But yo, everyone else, <laughs> shame on y'all. Besides that, that was just the best freaking cartoon. It man. was good. It was really good. It was really good. <laughs> but okay, so live action, right? Yeah, that's okay. what I've read. That's what I believe. I believe there's a director or writer, but I think it was director has been attached to this project. So cool. I don't remember the director's name and it escapes me but yeah i read that they do have some attached once we get more information we'll mention it on the next podcast if anything on the other news going back to marvel for a bit uh thor love and thunder okay is currently filming nice in australia nice in australia and we know who's gonna be in the film uh, we'll make quick mention, of course, Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, who will be playing Thor, mm-hmm. right? Because she's going to have the mantle, the mighty Thor. Yes. She's been working out yes. like crazy. And not just that, what I like is that they're actually um, going to take uh, parts of the comic book into mm-hmm. into this. The fact that in the comic book at this time, when when Jane Foster had the hammer, she was a she was suffering through cancer. Mm-hmm. So they're actually going to have that written in the, in the project somewhere. Uh, in addition to that, Christian Bale will be playing the villain. He'll be playing Gore, the God Butcher. 
which I know how you feel about the actor, but let's just see how he does playing this role. This this villain is truly a villain, and he's got his own. Um, what's what's the villain's name again? Gore, the God Butcher. He kills gods basically. Okay. For the most part, and he let's has hope that we beef. can clearly hear what he has oh, to say. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm sure we will. They'll work because in Batman. Okay. I must say, first of all, the Batmans that he was in were great. Were great Maybe yes. I wasn't too sure about the last one that he was in. Yeah, okay. Um, but you're playing Batman. Mm-hmm. You have a lisp, mm-hmm. a little bit of a lisp as an actor, <laughs> and you're trying to deepen your voice mm-hmm. so they can't tell that you're Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And all you hear is like, like at some point you're like, oh my god, what the hell. How the Joker didn't make fun of that, oh, and then geez. he probably did. That's why his oh, face geez. got slammed against the table. I don't oh, know. Geez. But yeah, okay. If he's if he's playing this guy, yeah, uh, this God Killer, yeah, great. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, they've also got Tessa Thomas is returning as Valkyrie into the show. Few cast members from Guardians of the her. Galaxy will be in this uh, project. Chris Pratt, I believe. Uh, Karen Gillian, I believe. Yes, because remember how it ended. Oh, that's right. He was, a, he was with, with them. The exactly, right? yeah. Now we have word that Russell Crowe is going to join this film. How about them apples? Russell, Russell Crowe? Crow? Yes, Russell Crowe. You see, I figure, this is my theory about why Takai Waititi does this. He films in Australia. Where he's where he's he gets born all and the raised, fellow Australians on and he that gets bitch. all the, exactly. It worked in the last movie, right? Because he had the wonderful um, oh my god, I forget this actress, Kate Blanchard, playing Hella, who Which, did an amazing oh job. Oh my god, I could watch her all day, every yeah. day. Wasn't she great in that? She I was fantastic. She was great. And now, and he, I know she loved the role too I because so. she, I was think so. she was all in it. She was really, especially yeah. when she yeah. went, she put her her hair back yeah. with her hands, and then mm-hmm. all the horns came out. Mm-hmm. Come on, man, not that just was Kate Blanchett, but also Carl Urban was in that film too. Now I'm not sure where where his background's from, whether he's English or Australian. But I mean, the fact that he's willing to work with so many uh, people like that, I think it's just great. So Carl Urban, Carl me. Urban, who played in the in the Thor movie, he played. Um, uh, Scourge. He's the same person that is currently playing in The Boys as uh, Billy the Butcher. There you go. Bones from Bones. Star Trek. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I'm sorry. Because he, he, he's a chameleon as well. You know yeah. how some actors can just change yeah. the way they look or just mm-hmm. be in any role yeah. that is given to him? He's mm-hmm. definitely one of those people. He's really good. Yeah. Really good. I mean, remember, I remember him from Lord of the Rings. Remember? Yes. Yeah. He yeah. was really good in that. So just going back to going back to the Thor, um, kind of excited to see how this Thor's gonna play out with all the different characters and actors that they have. Mm-hmm. And it's scheduled to, let's see, it's scheduled to come out I think May of twenty twenty two, and I like I said I think they're currently filming right now. And I'm kind of that happy. is very exciting. Yay. I did hear, I did see like some kind of images of. Um, Sorry, I got distracted. Mm-hmm. I did see some kind of images of uh, of uh, uh, this chick. Um, Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of like beefed, you know, buffed up. Beefing now, up I don't know if that's like prosthetic or something. Right, right. But, she, you know, she is known to kind of like really take on the, yeah, the roles role, that she's yeah. playing. Like when she did um, Black the, Swan. Oh, Black Swan, yeah. Um, 
she lost a lot of weight for mm-hmm. that so she can like look the part and mm-hmm. stuff like that so if she's really bulking up with this you know it's great again mm-hmm. i don't know if, if the shots were prosthetics right you know to make her look a little bit beefier mm-hmm. okay but i i'm looking forward to see how she actually got the hammer yeah you know it'd be, it'd be really, really cool. cool to see that i think so it'd be really cool to see mm-hmm. um okay so on other news uh black widow black widow so it's been announced black widow is officially coming to disney plus and on theaters and on in the theaters day, right? um it's premiering uh july 9th nice and it will have access if you're going to be at home and you don't feel comfortable yet going into the mm. theaters have no fear you can access it for 30 dollars on disney plus i know that people feel a certain type of way sometimes accessing these or you know these things mm. on disney plus because you're already paying mm. a certain amount just so you could get the subscription mm. but let's just be real people at least i can only speak for new york <laughs> if you're going to the movie theaters and you're buying tickets for not just yourself but your significant other or yourself significant other and your kids mm-hmm. you're already dropping close to 60 to 80 dollars mm-hmm. altogether, and that's not even counting concession mm-hmm. so because we're still in the midst of covid unfortunately and you may not feel comfortable being in a theater um, and I'm not trying to advocate for anything. You know, you choose to do what you wish to do. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the right to do what they want to do mm-hmm. as long as it's not hurting anyone else. Right. That's the way I personally feel. Um, you know, I personally, I do miss the movie experience. I do miss the communal, yeah. you know, like sitting in the theater with other with people. Other, yeah. But because of that, because we're in the dark and people are going to be stupid and, and remove their masks and, <laughs> you know, um, I feel safer being at home and watching and if i have to drop 30 dollars compared to 60 right, you know end. because i'm why i wanted to watch it on 3d and then buy concession and stuff yeah. like that yeah 30 dollars is a deal for me mm-hmm. so it is dropping july 9th 9th yep um so looking that's forward to that. i'm definitely looking forward to it. about cool. freaking time man I know. I because know. i feel first of all the way they sent off um tony Mm-hmm. When he passed, mm-hmm. and the one blinked an eye for when Black for Black <laughs> Widow, I'm like, "Where's her?" But I think that's intentional because that's of the what movie. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I feel like her story is not over yet. Right. right. Even though that she sacrificed herself for mm-hmm. the Soul Stone, mm-hmm. I don't think shit is done for her. Mm-hmm. I think she's somewhere, mm-hmm. and, and you know. And you know what's funny? That's the one thing about Endgame that's kind of like. I don't want to say sad, but there's kind of like missing, and it's hard. For, it's with me to say was, by her making that sacrifice that she did, we didn't see her in the last battle. In Endgame. Oh, and she would have been and so badass. Yo, come on, it would have been over. Been you know, so badass. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're absolutely mm-hmm. right about mm-hmm. that. So, so let's see what happens. I'm looking yeah. forward, and this is supposed to take place um, after Civil War. After Civil War, where she was on the run, also with. Uh, Captain America at some point right, because she right, did team right. up with them because when they right. showed up in the in Avengers Infinity War right. yeah right. so thank you for filling in for me no. because you know I'd be <laughs> messing up that's fine um, but yeah so this will take place in between we could say Civil War Civil and, War and, and Infinity War Infinity War 
about both wars. She's in between both wars. <laughs> Play of words. Yeah, exactly. So this is going to be interesting to see what mm-hmm. they've been doing. And maybe they'll mention what Cap has been doing around that time. Because you know he, his ass was not in Wakanda. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Too funny. So Wakanda. <laughs> anything you want to bring up? Or do you want me to continue with go ahead, a theory? Go ahead. Okay. I have a theory. Go. Let's hear your theories. Here are my theories. And if yeah. I'm right... Mark my words. Okay. Mark me. Okay. So, do you think? Do I think that the Young Avengers mm-hmm. are being introduced already? Maybe not the Young Avengers. Possibly the Champions. Oh, there was a person that mentioned the Champions to me. How about that? Shout out to Jay. <laughs> but anyway, I can see why you would say Young Avengers. The reason I say champions is because more members of the champions so far have been depicted in these movies, feature films, TV shows, or whatnot. Okay. So, here's my thing. Mm -hmm. Elijah Bradley Mm -hmm. was on the show for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Right. And he's known as the... Patriot. Patriot. Billy and Tommy was in WandaVision. Mm -hmm. And he's known... They're known as Wiccan and Speed. Speed. Mm Mm-hmm. Cassie Lang was shown in Ant-Man and Endgame. Right. And she's known as Stature. Right. And Kate Bishop mm. as Hawkeye. Who is going to be seen in the show. Hawkeye. Upcoming show Hawkeye. And she's known as Hawkeye. Mm. These are the people that come together as... The Young Avengers. Okay. So. Could be. Is there a possible show out there or movie with the Young Avengers possibly possibly mark me I'm just saying <laughs> there may be a possibility that that is going to happen that would be kind of cool I actually have the first issue so I feel kind of proud yay <laughs> <laughs> so you're prepared you're, I you're ready prepared. I you're prepared. ready to go oh damn gotta get a CGI <laughs> we'll put it we'll get a CGC so they can rate it but yeah I have that that is a great guess they actually when you when you mentioned those characters, I forgot that a lot of the characters that you mentioned were actually depicted too in um, live action or movies and so on and so forth. So that's pretty good. I mentioned Champion only because of the fact that we're going to see Kamala Khan uh, come in live action in the Miss in the excuse me Captain Marvel movie, and that should be pretty good. Um, in addition to that, there was talk years ago about possibly bringing in. The Power Pack. The Power Pack. Oh, Power Pack. So Power Pack. Not Power Puff. No. <laughs> and not Power Puff Girls. There's a Blossom. group. There's a family, actually. Buttercup. Siblings. Two brothers, two sisters. Young young family. Their last name are the Powers. They're known as the Powers. And they actually get their... They actually get their powers from this alien horse-like creature. It's a long story, but I do have, <laughs> but I do have this. I do have the first four issues. Two of brothers, it. two sisters. Yeah, a okay. group family. Their last names are Powers. Uh, oh, okay. The That's why they call the Power Pack. Um, no time is going to be live action. No time if they actually even working on it. But this was rumored years ago that they were going to do something with them. They've recently come back in the comic book field, uh, more or less. In fact, one of the members was actually Alex Powers, who's the oldest, the eldest brother is actually a member of the Future Foundation 
at one point, which was the group headed by Mr. Fantastic from the Fantastic they Four. They had the white suits with the yes. different yeah. things. I loved yeah. the t-shirt for yeah, that. They were cool, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see if they do that. But, you know, coming back to what you're saying, that's a great possibility in them having a Young Avengers Because what are the chances? Yeah, that's good. What are the well, you chances? Well, you know what? was not chances. It's intentional. That's what they I'm drop, saying. They drop they these just, little Listen, they'll drop the smallest of seed and it tr- grows into the biggest tree. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I, I, I feel that they're going to do something. You know, the fact that they're introducing these characters or have been introduced. They don't have to introduce these characters. Right, right. Okay, fine. You know, um, with Ant-Man, uh, the fact that he was looking for his daughter. Right. You know, right, okay, right. fine. But did it have to be written into the movie? No. Mm-hmm. I think that... And we see her grown. And we see her grown, right. right. Yeah. So, and she's been around mm-hmm. superheroes. Mm-hmm. And she truly believed in her father. So yeah. she really has a different way of seeing things. Yeah. You know? That could um, work. It could work. Yeah. It could definitely work. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Um, not let's see anything else. Well, just a few things come to mind. More on the comic book related themes for the okay. most part. So, and then we'll just wrap it up. And here's what probably we're gonna end with. So, news have it for all you comic book nerds like my like myself. John Romita Jr. will be coming back to Marvel, uh, coming this July, I believe. He's done his six-year stunt in DC, done some great work with DC, particularly with the Superman and Action Comics series. Um. It doesn't say what he's going to do when he returns back to Marvel. As for, for those of you who remember his great work with storylines like in the Amazing Spider-Man storylines, um, Wolverine storylines, particularly the Animated State storyline, which was great, the Daredevil storylines, he's coming back to Marvel. And they haven't mentioned what project he's going to be working on. They mentioned, The only thing that they keep dropping is that it's going to be some type of secret project. So can't wait for that to happen, and um, we'll see what that does. And... Uh, quick note, and we'll end on this for the most part. Um, I'm really excited to seeing this future Spider-Man event taking place later this year where Spider-Man becomes president of the United States. I don't know how that's going to work. I'm sorry. Ma- did, yeah, I, did I hear yeah. that correctly? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. There will be a storyline where Spider-Man becomes president of the United States. Okay, so first we have Superman that becomes president of the United States in D.C., and, yeah. and now you have Spider-Man becoming president of the United States in Marvel. Y- yeah. And, um, well, the DC one was more like an alternate DC Universe uh, Superman storyline where he's president. But in this um, story of the Guardian Spider-Man, this is going to be the Earth-616, which we know as the current or uh, the main Marvel Universe, if you will, where Spider-Man somehow becomes president of the United States. Now, we're talking about the man who feels that with great power comes great responsibility. Well, wow. <laughs> forgive me for sounding stupid, but Peter Parker? Ha, that's the question. It mentions that Spider-Man is going to be president of the United States. No mention of Peter Parker. So The thing is, and with quick reference, we're going to go back to another comic book storyline, including Inc., which involves Daredevil number 25, you know, the one you bought me uh, a few months ago that I love you so much for. Remember the Daredevil cover where he's in jail? Uh-huh. So on that storyline, uh, Matt Murdock or Daredevil made it such that costume superheroes could still wear their costumes while they were serving jail, let's just say, which is what's currently happening with him. him. And also if they were, in a sense, serving in office. 
Wait a second. Okay, so you mean to tell me that Spider-Man ran for president and people wait, wait, voted wait. for him? The latter part is true. Not knowing who the man behind the mask is. Well, here's what we know. The latter part of what you said is true. People did vote for him more as a write-in ballot. Because of the fact that he so like exhibited. a Kanye thing where they're like, oh, just write him in, just to. Well, he must have had a lot of write-ins if you think about it. Maybe <laughs> three hundred thirty million of them. <laughs> however, Damn. however, the, from what from what is read through the taglines, it mentions that uh, Spider-Man exhibited some uh, heroic acts, so heroic that it actually gave the people in the country enough, you know, enough uh, praise and hope to write him in as president of the United States. You want to know what's funny? He picked several members of his, of his, I guess, his entourage, if you will, or whatever. To be cabinet members? To be cabinet members. Come on, man. Okay, so <laughs> so basically, it was an unwanted presidency. Well, we don't know From yet. his behalf. We don't know yet. We have to wait and see. But see, this is what's good. We're engaging these questions. We're trying to figure out what's going to happen. And I can't wait, because this is where the excitement builds in. So, <laughs> yeah. We'll wait to see. I, Thought I'd bring that up. I definitely feel there's going to be some level of comedic role of in it. Because of he's going to be, like, caught off guard. If he didn't put in his name. Right. And it was just, like, a rotting valid, like, right. see more butts. Yeah. There you go. You know? Yep. But see, here's a question. Let's say he didn't put his... He didn't know... He doesn't know anything about it. He didn't put his name down. And millions of voters wrote him in. Why did he take the position? Because he could have easily declined that position. That's such a great Because maybe the opposition was full of shit. Well, you know. <laughs> Who because, knows? listen, let's put it this way. If you got crap, right? you know, you know, there's a saying in Spanish, you know, you went from Guatemala to Guatapeor. Oh, Lord. You know, <laughs> yeah, you went from yeah, bad yeah. to worse. Yeah, yeah. And if the, the two other, you know, uh, people running for office is bad and then you have worse. <laughs> And then you have someone that just didn't want the power, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. great power will c- comes with great, great responsibility, you know. Right. Uh, and he's just like, listen, we got bad and we got worse and I'm just okay. Right. Let me run in to be okay so we don't have to deal with bad and worse. It could be. It so could maybe be. that's that's what's going to happen. It could be. It could be. So we'll have to wait and see and find out. But there'll be more news coming along once we get more news and we'll make sure to post it on our podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Um, you can always follow us on Instagram at 527 Underground. Also on Facebook at 527 Underground. And we wish you all the best. And uh, I don't know how else to end it other than saying thank you very much for listening. Yep. Thank you so much, guys. And I hope you have a good night. All right. Good night, y'all. Thank you.